Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is The Twelve Powers in You, Wisdom and Love, and it was recorded on Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. So this morning I got up very early and the sky looked a lot like it does on the screen, that pink and blue. And uh, I'd been up late. My son and I were having some connection time. And uh, so I didn't get enough sleep. And my human body was feeling tired. And I was, right as I was getting ready, I was really guided, just go look outside right now. And I, I went and looked and I saw that. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's just how big, that's how expansive, that's how magnificent God is. If I can remember that, it's easy to lose focus. It's easy to think about what's not working. It's easy to say, you know, I'm kind of tired. I don't want to do that. Instead of remembering just how big and expansive God is and that that presence lives in me. That presence of God that made the sun, the moon, and the stars, that presence of God that that makes the acorn grow into this beautiful tree, that presence of God that makes the baby, that presence is known in me. As a matter of fact, that is who I was intended to be here at this time on planet Earth, to live from this higher, more expansive personal and spiritual awareness. Now, part of the issue we're having right now is everything in the world right now is who can say the most cutting pithy, sarcastic statement about someone else. Have you noticed that? I've seen it in sports in a way I have never seen before. Just ripping up a coach after a bad game. And there's something about social media and being so anonymous that we feel like our words are not having impact. But what we don't understand is those words, sometimes we forget those words actually are in fact making a bigger impact in the world than we realize. As a matter of fact, this friend of mine was traveling recently and he was on this bus. It was, you know, how when you fly into a new city and you you now have to take a bus to get a rental car. Somebody thought that was a good idea. Now everybody around the country is doing that. But anyway, that's a whole different topic. 
And my friend was on that bus going from the uh, airline to the to the rental car, and there was a guy on there, and he was covered up. He had uh, now this is uh, uh, not it wasn't a COVID time now, so and his face was covered. He had a mask, this thing over his head. He was really concerned. And my friend said, "Are, are you okay?" And that guy goes, "Yeah, I I can't really breathe in this city. I'm I I'm just allergic to everything." And so they got to talking. My friend said, well, what do you do for a living? And the guy laughed and he said, oh, I'm a spin doctor. And my friend goes, what's that? He said, oh, I spin stories to the negative. I help people go after other people. That's my job. And my friend was like, and you can't breathe. <laughs> Happened to be a unity minister. And he goes, wow, I, I, he said, I was sitting there going, I'm looking at this outer manifestation of negativity. He said, I don't want to miss this teaching. You know, it was like a gross example of what that kind of negativity brings into our mind and body. So what we're seeking to do here is exactly the opposite. We're spinning it to the good. Right? We're spinning it to the good. We're looking at life and saying, what What is showing up for me? How can I learn and grow through this? How can I bring spirituality to this? How can I bring what I know to be true about my spiritual nature into these very human situations? And in fact, what we're really saying every time we come here is God is greater than some little condition I may have. That God is greater from the way than the way I feel about something. Emotions come and go. God is consistent. We've been talking this series about the fact that we are spirit, soul, and body. Threefold being. Right? We are spirit, soul, and body. And that, that spirit in us is never changing. And when I saw that sunrise this morning, that's what I was reminded of. I said, you know, God is. God is never changing. That lives in us. But we're also a soul here to grow and prosper and evolve. We're a soul here to wake up to our divine nature. So as we're studying these 12 powers, that's exactly why we're doing that. We are seeking to wake up to the God that we are. Not God way out there. God is right here, everywhere present. Right here, right now, God is. God is in you in this very moment. And every cell and every bone and every blood vessel, even in your pain, God is there. Somebody said to me a few years ago, well, if God is everywhere, is God in my cancer? I said, absolutely. God is everywhere. Everywhere present. Again, waiting on you to notice. Waiting on you to say, oh, God is here. I don't have to be controlled by the news cycle or the stock market. My happiness is not decided by who likes me or doesn't. God is, I am. So you have a divine nature, and you're going to hear me over and over and over this year keep bringing us back to this. If I had a year theme for Unity North Tampa, it would be God is, I am. Because the world's still waiting on us to bring our, our full spiritual energy on board. Right? You need to bring your A game to life. You need to bring your full self into life by knowing the spiritual nature. It's almost like we've, we've gone in this pretend mode. 
We've gone in this pretend mode where we say, well, this happened and I didn't like it and that happened and I didn't like it. We sound like children as a society right now. And we're meant to be spiritual grown-ups in charge of our life and world, taking 100% responsibility for what happens in my life and world, not looking for someone to blame. That's what two-year-olds do. They go, mine, mine, mine. No, he did it. Right? And that's good for a two-year-old. That's what they're supposed to do. Not as grown-ups. So this is the church of the spiritual big kids. This is the church of the spiritual big kids. We're past college. We're in adulthood. We're not scared of taking responsibility for our life and world. Most of us have lived a little life and we know, okay, yeah, there's, there's nobody to blame. Yeah, a baby knows. Baby knows, yeah, 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 yeah. So what are the 12 powers in you that you're being called into even more? So let's look. Uh, the title today is On Wisdom and Love. And we talked last week. Who can remember last week the two 12 powers we talked about? Faith and strength. Did anybody work with those during the week? I'm not going to ask you to tell us what you did. Okay. Yeah. And how did you work with those? Right. Get a big light and do that. And how did you work the 12 powers this week? So faith and strength. And we said faith was where? Located in that center of the brain. It's called the pineal gland, right? That really governs the body. If you study physiology, you'll learn that's really the governing gland of the body. Tells the heart what to do, right? So in other words, we said faith is our, our like our cornerstone. Like Jesus said, Peter, I'm going to call, I'm going to call you Peter because you are my rock. Faith is like the rock. You have to have faith to really be able to embody all the other 12 powers. Why? Because you have to believe. Faith is believing in God as all power in your life and world. And so faith and strength and strength is that supporting energy back in the level of the lower back, that ability to persevere, to get through, even when you're tired and even when you don't understand that you call on that spiritual strength and you can make it through. You can make it through. So today is on wisdom and love. And let's look again at the 12 powers as a reminder. So you remember what they are. There they are in the body. That's fine. Go back to the, go back to those. That's great. So today we're talking about wisdom, which is, it's kind of up high. It's, it's, uh, I'll put your finger right here in, in the middle, right up under your rib cage. That right there, it's called the solar plexus, right? And that's where your wisdom lives. And why are we thinking about this? Well, the reason we're thinking about this, where they're located in the body, one, it can bring physical healing to you to be aware where these live in the body. It can bring physical healing. Also, it's going to bring you new spiritual awareness of that power in your life and world. It's just a miraculous what the work of the 12 powers can do. Right in here. Right up under the solar plexus. Yes. And the other one, love, is right above it. At the level of what? The heart, of course. Where else would love live? Yeah. So now let's go to the list. You can see what they all are. And I want you to think about, okay, in my life and world right now, just give some thought to what of these powers am I neglecting? And the reason I'm, I want you to look at them, just give thought for a second, is what all of us do is we work on the easy stuff. And the stuff that's really hard, the stuff where we uh, don't know what to do, we end up going, oh, I'll get to it later. 
Some of us get to the end of our lives and we've never worked the work we were supposed to work. Like we forgot to work it. We were so busy looking good, we forgot to do our spiritual work. And what's so interesting about spiritual work is when you're doing it, oftentimes you don't look good. You cry, you get frustrated, you've got to call your friends and your minister. Sometimes you've got to release your attachments. Sometimes you have to stop these crazy addictions. Sometimes you need therapy. Sometimes you need counseling to heal. So what in the short term you think doesn't look good, what you learn is the most spiritual thing you've ever done is to say, I don't know. Sometimes you have to surrender to get to this, right? So I want you to be very honest. Like if you're really dealing with depression and you can't get going, you need to look at number 10, zeal. Zeal is this like zest for life. This I want to get up and go. If you're holding on to everything, if you got a lot of stuff around your house and you got storage units for your storage units, you might want to look at number 11, if you've got that drawer full of junk in the kitchen that you don't know why you have it, and every time there's something you don't know, you just throw it in there and shove it in like that, and you hope you never have to open that thing again, it might be time to release. See, these have physical and spiritual attributes. Yeah. So, so think about that. So today is wisdom and love. Love without wisdom has no boundaries. Our love has got to have wisdom. Our love has got to have wisdom. I constantly learn this as a parent. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) If you love so much, your kids have no boundaries. They're going to run all over you. Because that's what kids do. That's what they're supposed to do. Your job is to give them the boundary. That's the wisdom faculty being activated. Is understanding what's needed. You know what's so interesting, though, about being a parent, have you noticed? What works for another parent and their kid doesn't work for you, have you noticed that? Right? Because your kid has a different soul. I keep saying I'm going to write a book called Parenting the Soul. Because I'll tell you, what will work for one kid, the other kid is going to be exactly the opposite. It's interesting, isn't it? That's why we want to be in touch with this wisdom faculty to guide us, to guide us. All right, let's look at um next statement here, Rory. So the Bible says in John 7, 24, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Read that with me, will you? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. So what is that? To me, that says there's something beyond the physical that's informing us. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it inner knowing. Some people say, I have a good friend that says, my guidance. I said, well, as long as your guidance is just for you, I'm good. But, yeah, yeah, you can't have guidance for other people. You got to have just guidance for you. Part of the wisdom faculty, too. So, right judgment. What are you listening to? Well, it's connecting with the heart, but it's even beyond the heart, isn't it? It's like the heart and the mind working together. It's faith, strength, and love all working together to get wisdom. Because sometimes when you're moving into wisdom, you have to call on these other powers to be able to make the right decision and not judge by appearance. So do not judge by appearances, but with right judgment means there's something beyond what you can see. There's something beyond. Have you ever had um, someone say something to you and you go, they don't really mean that? Have you felt that? And you say, something ain't right here. 
My spidey sense is going off. Have you ever walked into a room and felt, ooh, there was just an argument in here. I'm, I'm out. That's your wisdom faculty informing you. That's your intuition. That's your intuition speaking to you. So it's like listening with a different, not physical ears, this inner voice. And friends, I've learned a lot of churches seem to be scared of this. They say it's only about what Jesus said. Friends, this is from the Bible. (laughs) Do not judge by appearances, but with right judgment. In other words, from your soul. Jesus often said, those with ears to hear, let them listen. He wasn't meaning physical, right? No, those with ears to hear, let them listen. Right judgment. Say with me, right judgment. So wisdom is right judgment. Choosing the right friends. Choosing the right places to go. Choosing the right decisions for your life and your family. That's the wisdom faculty. So if that's a struggle right now, that's what you call on. That's what you call on. If there's something in schools rough or there's something in your family that's rough, sometimes the answer is say nothing. This is hard for me. Sometimes the answer is say nothing. Do not ju- judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. In other words, call on that wisdom faculty to inform what needs to happen here. If you don't know it's there and you're not nurturing it, it's like a muscle. You go to use it, it doesn't work very well. Many of you know I have a wonderful physical practice co- that I do called jujitsu. And I love jujitsu. And every session, I find a new muscle. And what I've learned is that if I have not used that muscle before, you know what happens? I'm sore the next day. Because I don't really know what I'm doing. So it takes some repetition of tapping in to that muscle group to know how to use it properly. So think about this. This is a power available to you 24-7. You've always had it. Say to the person next to you, you've always had it. In other words, there's nothing you need to do to get it. You've already got it. You're already, you already have the golden ticket. There's nothing else to get. It's there. But it is going to require you to tap in to that inner voice and that inner guidance, that intuition called wisdom. All right, let's look at the next slide for you. Thank you. Love is the thing that I think we misunderstand the most. We think love is being nice or is sentimental. For me, love is action. It's a beingness. It's a strength. And in our culture today, when I say love, most of us think of romantic love. You know, you know. That's what most of us think. But I'm talking about divine love. Divine love. Divine energy. The love that has room for everyone and yet also has limits when when that is love. When that's the love that's needed. Shake your head if you know what I'm talking about. That's real love. Not letting everybody do everything. That's called being a doormat. We call that in the 12 steps. That's codependence. That's your woundedness, not being able to set boundaries. No, love is something beyond the physical. It's beyond the sentimental. It's pure 
God energy. And it is the whole universe that is made of this love. The universe is literally made with the fabric of love. Like right now, you're swimming in it. You can't see it. You're like a fish wondering where the water is. The love is right here. You say, where? And I'm going right there. Jesus said it this way. Heaven spread out all over the earth, but none of you have eyes to see it. That's from the Gospel of Thomas. One of the lost books in the Nag Hammadi Library. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus says, heaven is spread out all over the earth, but none of us can see it. So love is here now as your divine power. And I'll tell you, if you've ever dealt with a family member with a chronic illness or dementia, you know what this word means. If you've ever dealt with hardship that you had to help people through that you loved more than life itself, you understand this word. If you saw your baby born and you felt like your heart was going to burst, that's love. It's a power that goes beyond any word I could ever say. But it is felt, it is known, and it is yours always. Let's look at, uh, let's look at what revealing word says about love. Love is a pure essence that binds together the whole human family. In divine love, love is a power that joins and binds in divine harmony, the universe and everything in it. The great harmonizing principle known to man. So that's love. It is this pure essence of your being. There's nothing you have to do to get it. It's already here. It's already here. And how you know it is, I know it at church as somebody comes up and acknowledges me by looking me right in the eye and saying, I'm so glad you're here. That that hug that says, man, what a week. The hug that says, oh, I feel you. That love that says, I'm going to serve as a chaplain. Because I want to see your highest good. That's how I know it. Right? When I look in my son's eyes, that's love. It's not something really you can talk about well. I, I feel lost for words. But I can see by the look on your face, you're feeling it too. Yeah, you know it already. The idea is that we live life from this place with all this love for ourselves, our process, and the world around us, not just those who agree. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2023, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.